Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our church when you visit walkintruth.com or download our free Living Truth app. Now here's part three of Pastor Michael's teaching in Philippians 4, 8 through 13, called The Secret of Contentment. Can you imagine a pro golfer who makes their living playing golf and they say, no, I don't practice. You know what practice gets teams in sports? It gets them whooped. Because if you don't practice, you're going to be mediocre at best. At whatever you do, if you don't practice it, you ain't going to be good at it. And Paul says, look, just to kind of bring it home, he says, look, you've got to practice these things. Put them into practice. And Paul says, you saw me. In Philippians 3.17, we saw uh, good examples or following the pattern of those who set good examples for us. And so you learned that. You received it in me. Paul was a man who loved people, no doubt. He was a hater and hated, and then he was transformed by the love of Christ. He went all over the Roman world trying to reach Jew and Gentile. Read his letters with this fresh insight. How many times do you see Paul as a friend maker, celebrating both men and women alike who helped him in the ministry, praying for them day and night, sometimes crying? He loved people so much. God had done a work in his heart. And this is the issue. Sometimes I just don't have God's heart towards people. I have to ask him to change my heart to fill me with his love for others and to practice these things. It's so important to practice. We uh, play golf regularly. And uh, usually on Mondays we play golf and we don't practice. We show up at the course I usually pull in about five minutes before the tee time, which won't shock anybody who knows me. I'm pretty much a game time golfer. We're about to tee off. I get there. I do a couple stretches and we, we go. But we always pray before we hit the first tee shot. And usually, you know, we'll, we'll do a general prayer and then Pastor John will say, and, and the and is, oh Lord, help us hit it straight. I believe that's testing the Lord, uh, frankly. And we kind of joke about it. Oh, Lord, help us hit it straight. Now, I'm going to talk to you about how doing all things through Christ who strengthens us doesn't mean uh, prowess in sports or things that are impossible for you to do, humanly speaking. The I can do all things through Christ is going to be these things that we're learning about, how to walk out God's will. And so here's the promise We had a promise for the peace of God in verse 7. And here's the promise. If you do these things, the God of peace, end of verse 9, will what? He will be with you. Now that's covenant Old Testament language. I want you to go back to a scene in your mind for a moment. Moses is at the burning bush. The Lord calls him as the deliverer. And Moses says, Lord, who am I? Uh, I'm not good at talking Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and tell him to let the people go? And God says to Moses, I will be with you. I can feel some of you right now saying, I could never do that. I can't change the pattern. I've tried. How many of you have taken a deep breath? (gasps) 
and said, okay, this time it will be different. Some of you make these declarations on Sundays. You're going to start the diet on Monday. Your famous song is, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll diet tomorrow. Right? It's only a day away. Plus, there's chocolate cake and ice cream. Right? And so you make these declarations, and some of you have made them in the way you think or your interaction with people. Okay, this time, (laughs) it's going to be different. All right, I'm ready. And all of a sudden, (laughs) you're so used to dancing the same dance and doing the same thing, it doesn't take long till you're right back there. And you say, I can't do it. I can't. I've tried. I've failed. And that's the key. You've tried and you failed. But you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's either true or it's not. And if it is true, and if that is the word of God, then you can do this. You can get rid of catastrophic thinking, and you can begin to accentuate the beautiful things in people with whom you struggle. I am sure I am speaking to someone whose marriage is on the rocks right now. And you have gotten into such a mode with your spouse that you cannot see any good in them at any time. I get couples sometimes in the office, and all they want to do is come in and complain about their spouse because they haven't done it enough to their spouse. And (laughs) they just want to get another witness in. Oh, you won't believe what he's been up to. You won't believe what she's been up to. And often... We say something like this. Did you come here just to complain about them or do you want to get better? Do you want to find new healthy ways to improve your relationship? And some of you have thrown up your hands and you say impossible. But the promise is that when you do this and practice it, literally God will be your partner in the endeavor. The God of peace will be with you. When Joshua took over for Moses. Just as I've been with Moses, I will be with you. Joshua 1.5, etc. Gideon's told that he's going to be a mighty warrior of God. Who am I? Who is my clan? I will be with you. The apostles are given a great commission. Go into all the world and make disciples of all the nations. Uh, And lo, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. If that is true, if God is my partner in peace, then certainly I can do this. And that's the issue. I can do it with God's help. And I feel your hearts. I feel you saying, you know, I've tried, but it's, it's the difference between the try of the flesh and the power of the Spirit It's the difference between trying to do it on your own and bringing the Lord and his heart and his eyes into it. So, Lord, help us with these things. Now, we're going to move quickly over a couple of verses here as we deal with contentment. Paul says, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last you've revived. That has the idea of blossoming again. You're concerned for me. He's speaking to the church They were separated. He was in house arrest, so obviously they lacked opportunity. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. They had a heart to give, but they couldn't really get to Paul, and they were perhaps not even knowing what was going on with him. 
Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. See the word learn there? That's a Greek word, monthano. It literally means to learn by experience. O'Brien says, learn implies a process. Learning contentment is a process. And this gives me hope. Because if it was a process for Paul, if he had learned the secret of contentment, then I can embrace the process. You may not get fully better the next time you try. But if you embrace the process, you'll learn more and more about contentment. Amen? If you make a little headway, if you get a little bit better each time, if you bring the Lord in a little bit more, if you have his perspective a little bit more, you will have more and more contentment and less and less catastrophic thinking. And Paul says, look, I've learned whatever circumstances I I am in to be content. Notice, I know how to get along with humble means. And Paul right now, finding himself under house arrest was certainly there. Literally, I know how to be brought low, ESV. And I also know how to live in prosperity. Paul may have been thinking back to times as a Pharisee, uh, the religious elite. He was probably wealthy, very respected in those circles. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I have learned the secret. And I ask you, have you? Have I? What was Paul's secret? It is something that eludes so many people, but it can be ours this morning. And here's what it is. Godliness actually is a means of great gain when it's accompanied by contentment. Do you know that the word faith uh, movement in our country, prosperity preachers, have sold a bill of goods to many people on so-called Christian television? What they basically said that is that in order for you to be blessed by God, you must be at this standard of living. A book flew off the shelves. Uh, it was probably well over a decade of, ago. Uh, popularized on Oprah's show called The Secret. You remember that? If you boil down the book called The Secret, which was simply New Age, speaking your own reality kind of garbage, it was basically this. All you got to do is speak your reality. You're about to eat that chocolate cake. This will not put five pounds on me. And then you tag it in Jesus' name. And, and you're good. You speak to the universe. Whoever this universe is, one of the word faith teachers goes on uh, television, pulls out the wallet and says, oh, Bill Fold, you're just full of money and fat. And, and then, of course, it's usually a commercial about giving to their ministry. I wish they would practice what they preach. I would take, you know, if they want to test it on me, they can give it to the Michael Lance Foundation. I, I, I'm not troubled by that. <laughs> sort of a joke. You get the point. We get this notion in American culture and Christianity that it's all about some level of living, and that's not at all what God's after. Now, look, we want to work hard, and many of us be, have become prosperous in this country. That's not the issue. But the issue is making that the measure of your contentment. You know, they asked one billionaire, how much is enough money? Well, just another million, just another billion. It's always just out of reach. 
Do you know that advertising breeds this in us? We, we think we're fine until we see that car commercial. <gasps> oh, I don't have that. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. Thanks for tuning in to Walk in Truth today. Did you know there's more where that came from? Download the Living Truth app to listen to more of Pastor Michael's teachings whenever you want. You can even watch videos. And if you're local to Southern California, you can get updates on church events, new studies, and more. Download the free Living Truth app today. Hello, I'm Rob Newton, producer of Walk in Truth with Pastor Michael Lance. Thank you to all our Walk in Truth partners for your financial support. We are over halfway through this year. And you have raised over $30,000 to support our mission of being on the radio and podcast equipping people with God's truth. Now, we have more opportunities to broadcast Walk in Truth on more radio stations. That means we can serve more communities with Pastor Michael's unique way of teaching through the Bible. Radio is still strongly used by people all over the world. Not everyone gets to use podcasts and stream on their phone, but radio in a car or at home is still free for listeners. Most listeners who reach out to Walk in Truth are listening on the radio. Now our audience is growing, and so are the opportunities. We would love to expand the program, and we need your help to do it. It costs thousands of dollars for airtime, and we could use more Walk in Truth partners. Are you blessed by Pastor Michael's teachings? Are you learning? Are you being challenged? We hope to reach more people like you. Would you please consider becoming a $20 monthly Walk in Truth partner? We are looking for at least 200 more listeners to help continue our mission to equip the body of Christ. Right now, our church and current Walk in Truth partners help pay the bills, but we would like to become fully funded by listeners. This will make it so what we have from the church can be used for expansion. Please sign up to become a Walk in Truth partner on walkintruth.com and click donate or call 844-48-TRUTH. Again, become a $20 monthly partner by visiting walkintruth.com and click donate or call 844-48-TRUTH. We'd love to see who's listening, so please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walk in Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walk in Truth. You know, if they want to test it on me, they can give it to the Michael Lance Foundation. I, I, I'm not troubled by that. <laughs> sort of a joke. You get the point. We get this notion in American culture and Christianity that it's all about some level of living, and that's not at all what God's after. Now, look, we want to work hard, and many of us be, have become prosperous in this country. That's not the issue. But the issue is making that the measure of your contentment. You know, they asked one billionaire, how much is enough money? Well, just another million, just another billion. It's always just out of reach. Do you know that advertising breeds this in us? We, we think we're fine until we see that car commercial. <gasps> oh, I don't have that. Well, I can't be content now, <laughs> right? And it just blasts our heart way away from the heart of God. You see, we've brought nothing into this world. And I don't know if you knew this, but you're taking nothing with you. Naked I came into the world. Naked I'm leaving it. The old joke is true. You never see hearses pulling U-Hauls. You're not taking any of it with you. You're going to leave it all behind. 
And you say, well, then how can I do this? Because this, this lust for these kinds of things plunges so many people into ruin, which 1 Timothy 6, 6, and 6 through 11 says. What do I do? How can I do this? It's verse 13. It's the final verse. I can do all things through Christ or literally in Christ who strengthens me. The word strengthen there is a word which means induce me with strength. It's a word that means to put power in. When God endows us, he puts power in. Uh, I black with Philippians 4.13, credit Tim Tebow, right? Uh, That's impressive. But if I put eye black on with Philippians 4.13, I still can't throw a football 75 yards. You know why? Because I'm in my 50s. I have to warm up before I play ping pong. It's gotten very sad, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm trying to embrace it. What are you doing? Why are you warming up? I don't want to throw a shoulder. We're playing ping pong. I mean, come on, man. But that's where I'm at. So anyway, does it mean that when I get on the first tee, I should say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and my ball will go straight, unusually, because it usually goes way to the right. My ball's a conservative, actually. It's always going right. Anyway, is that what it means? Does it mean that I can leap tall buildings with a single bound, that I can become a superhero? You know, in the pagan culture in which uh, Paul lived and ministered, the Stoics believed that one of the highest values was to be confident in and of yourself. You just, you had it all together. Stoicism was, nothing affects me. Good, bad, indifferent, I'm stoic. But the Stoics didn't have the power of God. We do. Amen? And this is what Paul is saying. Just a few translations so we get our arms around it. I'm ready for anything through the strength of the one who lives within me. Verse 13, J.B. Phillips. The Amplified Bible says, I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Another way to put it is, I am strong enough for all these circumstances in my union with him who strengthens me. Again, don't forget the context. It's not sports. It's not anything else. It has to do with accomplishing what God has asked you to do. In other words, what he's asked you to do, he will give you the power to do. Amen? He's asked you to love him and love other people as you love yourself. That's where he's going to give you the power. He will give you the power to do anything that he's revealed that is his will for your life. Okay, Lord, I'm afraid, Moses says. I don't want to go to the Pharaoh. I'm not good at talking. I will be with you. Okay. Gideon, Lord, I'm afraid. You've pared down my army to 300 men. What now? I'm with you. And so each time that we have a question mark that troubles our soul, like, how could I do this, Lord? I'm so used to doing A instead of B. I will be with you. And you start kind of changing the way you think. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, vigorous young men stumble badly. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Father, help us with this message. It is close to home and it's where we live. And thank you that the word of God 
speaks to our lives right where we are. We live in a, a time when so many people are troubled and anxious and worry and have catastrophic thinking. And Lord, I battle all these things as well. Would you teach me your ways? Teach me your heart. Teach me to think the way that you think. Teach me to have a peace that passes understanding that's your peace. You promise to be my partner in peace as I live out what you've called me to live. In fact, you say I can do everything that you've called me to do through the one who strengthens me. Thank you for the precious Holy Spirit in our lives who empowers us, endows us, so that we can do what we've, we've been called to do. And that is to love you and love others and live and preach your gospel. So help us in those areas, Lord. And we want to lay down any things that we've carried in here, Lord, any extra burdens, any struggles or shortcomings. We lay them at the foot of the cross. Thank you that we're a forgiven people, that you love us. And as we come to your table right now, and we think about nourishment from our God, bread from heaven. These elements really picture spiritual realities of the bread of God, the pierced body of Jesus, the blood shed for our sin, our great high priest, the powerful resurrection of our Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit, and all these beautiful resources right uh, to us as the people of God from heaven. We're grateful, and as we partake of these elements, we pray you'll be glorified in Jesus' name. You've been listening to The Secret of Contentment, Part 3 on Walk in Truth. And that was the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Philippians 4, 8 through 13. If you missed any part of today's program, you can listen to Walk in Truth on our free Living Truth app or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to say thank you to all our Walk in Truth partners for your financial support. We're over halfway through the year and you've raised over $30,000 to support our mission of being on the radio and podcast, equipping people with God's truth. Now we have more opportunities to broadcast Walk in Truth on more radio stations. That means we can serve more communities with Pastor Michael's unique way of teaching through the Bible. Radio is strongly used by people all over the world. Not everyone gets to use podcast and stream on their phone, but radio in car or at home is still free for listeners. In fact, most listeners who reach out to Walk in Truth are listening on the radio. Now our audience is growing, and so are the opportunities. We would love to expand the program and we need your help to do it. It costs thousands of dollars for airtime, and we could use more Walk in Truth partners. Are you blessed by Pastor Michael's teachings? Are you learning? Are you being challenged? We hope to reach more people like you. Would you please consider becoming a $20 monthly Walk in Truth partner? We're looking for at least 200 more listeners to help continue our mission to equip the body of Christ. Right now, our church and current Walk in Truth partners help pay the bills, but we'd love to become fully funded by listeners, and this will make it so what we have from the church can be used for expansion. Please sign up to become a Walk in Truth partner on walkintruth.com and then click Donate, or call 844-48-TRUTH. Again, become a $20 monthly partner by visiting walkintruth.com and click Donate, or call 844-48-TRUTH. Now, here's Pastor Michael with a final word. Well, the bottom line is that there is a secret that many people don't know about, and it's the secret of contentment. What is it? It's knowing that through ups and downs, good times and bad times, seasons of highs and seasons of lows, Christ 
is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you and I can do, not some, but all things through him who gives us strength. He is the secret of contentment. My contentment, my strength, is Christ. As we move into the final section of this amazing book of Philippians, we are going to look at a message called A Fragrant Aroma. And we're going to watch how the little Philippian congregation gave to Paul on multiple occasions saying, Paul, we believe in you and we're going to support you financially so you can keep doing what you did here and do it in other places. And that reminds me of our Walk in Truth partners, because that's precisely what you're saying. We want to help Walk in Truth do what it's doing in my city and do it in other places. If you want to find out more, go to walkintruth.com, click on the donate tab. Our partners are walking together in agreement with us about the ministry that is happening here. It's impacted them and they want it to impact others. If you want to find out more about how to support us, thank you for all of you who pray for us. We deeply appreciate that. Cover us in your prayers. We have spiritual warfare. We're on the front lines in many ways, but God is good. And you can find out more when you go to walkintruth.com. By the way, if you want to send a prayer request or just a a way that the program's encouraged you, you can do that also at walkintruth.com. See you right here tomorrow for a fragrant aroma. And join us tomorrow for Pastor Michael's teaching in Philippians 4, 14 through 23, called A Fragrant Aroma. I'm Mike Massaro. Thanks for listening to Walk in Truth. Our goal is to equip you to reach out with God's truth to all people.